welcome to the league, Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. As I'm sure you are aware by now, assuming you have joined us before, or perhaps maybe this is your first episode, so you may need to be informed of the fact that I am Spencer. And joining me today is the League of Melanated Gentlemen, the two other gentlemen that make this whole thing possible, the two gentlemen that have come here today for your entertainment and joy and listening pleasure. And, you know, without them, this whole thing wouldn't be possible. I really appreciate them being here, wanting to do this, uh, spending the time to make sure that we give you what you need for your week. Or you might binge this whole thing and you may be listening to us back to back, which we support and appreciate. Um, <laughs> regardless, I'm going to do a lot of talking today. So let me stop for just a second. Yeah, this is Brandon, an honorary member of the Debauderie tribe. Oh, <laughs> I like that. And this is Jordan. I don't know any other tribes that was uh, involved. <laughs> Mafa. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm just regular me. Okay. Um, I like that you picked the Jabari tribe. Um, yeah, I always fit right in. It's so funny. Yeah, because definitely fit fit right on in there. Every time, every time I see them, I'm like, here come these loud ass niggas. Yeah, <laughs> but I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I love them. Um, so, uh, with references here and there, I'm sure that you have figured out that today we will be discussing the newest MCU hotness, Black Panther, colon, Wakanda Forever. Uh, before we get into anything, uh, RIP to a goat, Chadwick Boseman. Um, I know that it has been a while, but boy, was I hurt. Mm-hmm. We lost yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Um, I was I was not ready. It, yeah, far too soon. Yeah, too um, soon. Oh, feeling still hurt, but you know, he uh, he gave us something great and. I appreciate everything that he uh, did for the MCU and for the culture. Thanks. And while, you know, we're, we're nobodies, we're not important, but I want to dedicate this episode to a real one. Chad. Oh, our first episode that we ever dedicated. I like it. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, he, uh, Oh, he was so good. Um, anyway, as is typically the format with review episodes, first, uh, let's go ahead and drop the spoiler warning. Listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us. Once again, if you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you. Please enjoy. So, as I said, we're going to spoil some shit. That's what we're here to do today. Let's, let's get it. Now, um, I will be 
giving you a synopsis in my own words of the events of the film. We have a couple of teaching moments for you because we saw some new people that we have not yet seen. And then we will get into our thoughts, our feelings, um, you know, all of that, you know, the usual format and layout for whenever we do a review. So without further ado, Black Panther Wakanda forever. <clears throat> we open to Shuri attempting to create a synthetic version of the heart-shaped herb. As we know, Killmonger destroyed all of it. Um, we are told that T'Challa has a weakness that she believes that the heart-shaped herb will cure, but unfortunately she is unsuccessful in the creation and T'Challa dies of the unnamed illness. We are then shown a beautiful homegoing ceremony service, or a beautiful homegoing ceremony. Or service. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, we'll see what happens, which word I use uh, for T'Challa. One year later, Ramunda, the now queen of Wakanda, and I will be referring to her as queen mother moving forward, uh, is being questioned by world leaders about the promise that was made to share Wakandan resources, namely vibranium, with the rest of the world. Uh, we see that there is an attempt to steal the vibranium by force, which does not go well for the people trying to steal it. Uh, Wakanda apprehends the would-be thieves and basically points out the correlation between fuck around and find out. Letting them know, here's the thing, you can, if you do it again, we will not be so nice about it. So just know that. Queen Mother tries to tell Shuri to continue working on the synthetic heart-shaped herb because she wants there to be a Black Panther to continue to protect Wakanda. Shuri says that she was only working on the synthetic heart-shaped herb to save her brother, but the Black Panther is a relic of the past. The CIA is using a vibranium detection device, and they find where they believe there is some vibranium underwater. Uh, the whole team is then attacked by these mysterious water-dwelling blue people. Then we see one of these water people, who is not blue, flying. So, we got some mystery. Okay. The CIA is under the impression that Wakanda is responsible for this because, A, they know that Wakanda doesn't want the rest of the world to have access to vibranium, and B, they are not aware of these mysterious water-dwellers. Queen Mother and Shuri go for a walk. And their conversation is interrupted by Namor, the flying dude that we saw earlier, uh, who is able to get through Wakanda security with little to no effort. He lets them know that Wakanda is not the only place with vibranium, and he holds Wakanda responsible for the world's new obsession with finding it. Since he believes this is their mess, he tells them that they need to fix it by finding the scientist that created the machine or he will attack Wakanda. He leaves a magic conch so that he can be summoned whenever this is done. Okay, Okoye will handle finding the scientist, and she takes Shuri with her on the mission. They talk to Agent Ross, Shuri's favorite colonizer, and he tells them of a young MIT student named Riri Williams. She is the one who made the vibranium detector. Riri takes them to her garage where she does her work and they are surrounded by the FBI. To lose the FBI, they Scooby-Doo this thing and split up. Riri takes a prototype version of an Iron Man-style suit, Shuri takes a bike, and Okoye takes a muscle car that is special to Riri. Then, the blue people show up. Okoye is able to hold them off, but 
unfortunately the blue people they're just too much uh she is defeated shuri and riri are kidnapped by the blue people and you know kidnapped may be a strong word because shuri kind of goes willingly but also is like hey i can't let you just like kill her so yeah let's go um okoye returns to wakanda lets the council know what happened and her title as general of the dormelage is strict away Queen Mother then goes to Haiti to talk to Nakia, who agrees to help locate Shuri and bring her home. Shuri meets Namor, and he gives her a tour of his kingdom, uh, Talokan, which I believe I said right, but I'm probably not going to say it again, just to be safe. Um, They have a discussion about Namor's past. In the, I believe, 17th century, Namor's mother was pregnant with him. Uh, Their whole village takes their version of the heart-shaped herb. Um, the herb causes them to turn blue and basically turns them into water people. Namor is born with winged feet, non-blue skin, and super slow aging. He mentions that he is a mutant. So he threw that word up there. So now it's official. They hear. Um, he returns to the surface to bury his mother and sees the horrors of colonization and oppression. Uh, he kills them, and one of the holy men of the area calls him One Without Love, which is how he gets his name, Namor. Uh, Namor pretty much hates the entire service world and wants to create an alliance with Wakanda to wage war against the entire service. He gifts Shuri a bracelet, and he says, all right, look, you're either with us or you're against us. There is no in-between. So... You can help us, or I'm coming for Wakanda first. It's up to you. Uh, Queen Mother then summons Namor with the magic conch, while Nakia saves Shuri and Riri. There is an unfortunate casualty of one of the blue people, so Namor retaliates by attacking Wakanda. In the attack, Queen Mother drowns and dies trying to save Riri. Namor says... Uh, mourn your losses. I will return in one week's time with a full army. I guarantee it. Uh, the council wants to evacuate Wakanda to the Jabari Mountain. Uh, you know, under the threat of this attack. Agent Ross is arrested by Valentina Allegra de Fontaine for unsanctioned communication with Wakanda through Shuri's uh, Kimoyo beads. After Queen Mother's homegoing ceremony, Shuri begins working on the synthetic heart-shaped herb. She uses the bracelet that Namor gave her uh, since it is of vibranium roots and she is able to create the heart-shaped herb and re-rebuilds herself a new suit. So Shuri is able to create the herb and uh, they break it down, do what they need to do, and she is sent to the ancestral plane. She thinks that she is going to see her mother there, but she runs into some unexpected kinfolk. She runs into Killmonger, and they have a conversation about direct action. Killmonger basically says, you can be like your noble-ass brother and do nothing, or you can be like me, do what needs to be done, and say, fuck them, all of them. She is now the Black Panther, and she is accepted by all of the tribes as such. M'Baku tries to convince her to choose peace, but Shuri wants revenge and basically says, uh, this motherfucker killed my mother. We ride out at sunrise. Do I make myself clear? So, Okoye and Aneka um, are given Shuri's new Midnight Angel armor, which should help them 
you know, fight these super strong blue people. And Riri is ready with the new suit. So Wakanda sets a trap in the middle of the water to lure the enemy out. Shuri is able to separate Namor and dry his ass out to try to weaken him because she figures water is what makes him strong. Uh, they crash onto a beach and they begin fighting. Shuri is impaled and it looks like she's not going to make it through, but she does. She finds the strength and Namor, who's weak, is trying to make his way to the water. Shuri ain't having it. Shuri lights his ass up and prepares to kill him. But she then thinks about the similarities between their paths. And she decides to choose peace. And she tells Namor that if he yields, she will do everything that she can to protect Namor and his people with the full strength of Wakanda. So, Namor yields, and his right hand, uh, Namora, I think is her name, is mm-hmm. pissed. Oh, she's not happy about it. He points out to her that Wakanda does not have any allies. And eventually, Wakanda will call on us for help. And they are a very good ally to have. They are who you want on your team. So, while you may not agree, this was the best decision, I promise. Uh, Riri returns to MIT, but she's not able to take her new suit with her, but Shuri does rebuild her car. Okoye saves Agent Ross from custody. We then cut to the ceremony for the crowning of royalty, and everybody's expecting Shuri, but Mbaku Loudass shows up and says Shuri had somewhere to be, but uh, would anyone like to challenge for the throne? Because that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> Um, Shuri visits Nakia in Haiti um, does the ceremonial burning of homegoing robes which she learned from Queen Mother and she is finally able to grieve and make peace with all of her loss uh, we then get the credits and in the mid credit scene Shuri is introduced to T'Challa and Nakia's son they decided that Nakia would raise him outside of Wakanda, away from the pressures of the throne and, you know, having to protect Wakanda in the future and all of that. Um, They have a discussion and we learn that his Wakandan name is T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. Credits. Beautiful. Great work. Great work. I watched the movie again. Yeah, for real. So, um, gentlemen, I believe it is time for a teaching moment. There are a couple of people that we are introduced to in this movie. Um, we see Namor for the first time, and we see Riri Williams for the first time. I think that we should probably start with Namor. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll take it away. So, Namor, the Samariner, as he is commonly called, but his real name is Namor McKenzie. Pretty white, pretty white name, McKenzie. Um, he's 6'2, 278. Uh, he was actually created by Bill. God Everett. damn. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, yeah. He's dense. Yeah. Uh, created by Bill Everett in 1932. His first appearance was in Motion Picture Funnies Weekly, number one. So 1932, that was, that was a while ago. So Namor has been around for a while. Yeah, Namor predates Aquaman. Yeah, you know, yeah, by like almost 10 years, because I think Aquaman was 41, I want to say. 
Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Like Namor's one of the like DC stole that. Yeah. 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 And they did it better too. But you know, that's an argument for another day. Well, let's right. not get into that today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so kind of like we see in the movie, uh, well, we don't actually get to see it, but we hear about it. So his father was a human and his mother was uh Atlantean, but unbeknownst to his father that she was actually, you know, something else. Um, and his name in the comics actually means avenging son. And in the movie in the MCU, they kind of change it up a little bit. But also his name, Namor, is the word Roman spelled backwards. I don't know how many people know that, but yeah, that's the word. That's where his name comes from as well. Uh, he's the king of Atlantis. And I mean, kind of like uh, Black Panther, like his whole priority is to his people. So the people of Atlantis is like his number one thing. Um, he's also kind of teamed up with people of the service world a few times. Like uh, I know one of the big ones when he first appeared was he teamed up with Captain America and Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Not like, not not Johnny, the Human Torch, but it was an android from Human Torch. And uh, he fought alongside him in World War II. Um, and he also, we, we see these other two characters. I don't think they deserve the teaching moment, but I, I thought it was worth mentioning in here. One of his kind of biggest adversaries is Atuma. And in the movie, we kind of see Atuma is the big dude who was kind of fighting against Okoye. Um, and Atuma is basically, his whole thing is that he he believes he is the rightful heir to the throne. Ocean master, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also we see Namora. Um, and Namora is, is another Atlantean, but she's also Namor's cousin. Um, so as far as like some powers for Namor, I mean, he comes with the kind of the standard package uh super strength super speed uh super stamina he has um like water healing like he's able to heal himself not on level with like deadpool or or wolverine but he can still you know standard healing um he can breathe underwater talk to sea life um he can fly so we got to see that uh, in the movie as well hydrokinesis where he can control water um he also has like a sonar ability um he's also in I guess in chronological chronologically chronological chronological <laughs> chronological order he is Marvel's first mutant and the reason why he's a mutant is one because his dad it's human and his mom's not but also the wings on his feet is what makes him a mutant so he has like the mutation right there uh technically he's not the first mutant we obviously see like apocalypse and uh destiny and like some other characters but in in history, time wise, like he is Marvel's first mutant. So that was like, pretty cool. As far as as far as characters created, he's first. Yes. Yes. But as far as like the Marvel timeline and who existed when, he's not. Yes. So that was that was kind of a cool moment to actually see them mention that. And I think he deserves to be the first one. And I'm happy that they used it on him and not Miss Marvel. So uh that's that's Namor. Okay. Uh, I will take over for a brand new character that they uh, added to this movie, uh, Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. Um, And I'll come to give you the uh, comics-based story for her. So in 2016, Brian Michael Bendis, who also created uh, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man, and had a really good run with him. He also had a really good run with Ironheart in 2016. Um, So she's fairly new. 
um, and but really popular for especially for a special demographic. Uh, so for Riri, she is from Southside Chicago. Honestly, she kind of has a low key a basic ass story, but uh, it really has some really good elements to it to make you care for this character. So uh, she's from Southside Chicago. In the movie, she kind of mentions that. Uh, when she was younger, she had some like real bad behavioral issues. And so her parents took her stepdad and her mom took her to a child psychologist. And they was like, I mean, basically she's a super genius. That's why she's kind of acting out and, you know, frustrated with the work she's being given because she's just smarter than everybody. And so they find that out. She starts to get a little older. She starts to take on new projects and, and things she wants to do when she starts to build a suit. And once she builds that suit, she goes out and she, I think she runs into, in New Mexico, she saw some uh, inmates breaking out and she helped it. She helped uh, in that situation. And so Tony Stark sees her, takes an interest in her, uh, starts helping her out. And he actually has her join him in the fight for the, I think it was the second civil war. And like, he kind of guides her through that. And I guess throughout the civil war, that civil war, Versus Captain Marvel, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, Tony unfortunately goes unconscious and is unconscious for a long time. And so what Riri does is builds a new model, but she adds Tony Stark. She still wants his guidance, obviously, and he's in under a coma. So she adds his AI um, to that new suit. So essentially, she's using like Tony used uh, his AI. That's how she's using it for her. She's using Tony Stark, which is a really cool element. It's a really cool thing to see in the comics. I'm hoping they can do that in the show. I mean, hopefully RDJ is, you know, <laughs> got to get that bag. But, you know, that'd be a really cool element to All you got to do is voice. Like, I just, just add his voice. Like, yeah, I know. You like, do. You quick little studio session. Yeah. Studio session. Do a little, you know, holographic, you know, couple shots and you straight. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a really good part of a story. And then from there, she kind of takes off, right? She's in her suit. Her suit looks really cool, at least in the version that Brian Michael Bendis did um, with Stefano Caselli, I think is the artist. But uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of similar to the regular, you know, uh, red and gold suit, but it's more slimmed down. You can definitely tell it's more of a, it's a girl in there. It's definitely more slimmed down. But yeah, Riri Williams, uh, one of the big turning points for our life I kind of skipped over was... Her, she was in the neighborhood in Chicago. Uh, she's out with her best friend, Natalie. And she's out with her stepdad, who she has a really close relationship with. And unfortunately, there was a shooting. Uh, unfortunately, uh, thankfully, Riri made it. But unfortunately, Natalie and her stepdad uh, and Riri's stepdad were killed. And Nat, uh, Riri and her stepdad are really close. They kind of mention it in the movie at the end when Sherry gives... Or that car, I think they're mentioning basically. Yeah. Yeah, they used to work on stuff together. And I think that's why she said her dad, because they were so close and they weren't considered stepdad. But that's kind of a, a big turning point in her life uh, in the comics. So, but yeah, that's Riri Williams. Obviously, she has her own solo show coming up on Disney Plus. So we'll see how close it is to the comics. But, and that has been a teaching moment. So, Jordan, what did you think of the movie? Oh, man. This one, I feel like this one was a little emotional rollercoaster there for a minute. I feel like the tribute at the beginning of the movie was beautiful. Beautiful. 
And I feel like this whole movie was really a tribute to uh, Chadwick. And also, I kind of feel like the theme of the movie was dealing with grief and how to process grief. Um, but some of the parts in the movie fell a little flat for me. Um, and I think just what I'm going to spoil it right now, just my general thoughts, the movie was okay. It was, it was fine to me. It could have been better. Um, this is this is I, about spoilers, so you can you can talk details. Okay, yeah, I, I feel like the more the more I've sat on it, I enjoyed Namor. Um, the more I keep thinking about it, I think I might actually really like Namor's portrayal. Um, I mean, obviously I said it before. I don't like that they change Atlantis. That was my biggest thing to this Talacan or Talico, whatever you want to call it. Whoa! Um, don't disrespect, bro. No, don't disrespect. No. And it's like being like Wakandi, Wakanda, whatever the hell they call that. that place down there. Yeah. Don't <laughs> disrespect, bro. Uh, but I mean, I think everything else in the movie was fine. The story, like I said, was a little flat sometimes to me. And this was a long ass movie, too. Like, I didn't realize how long this movie was going to be. And a lot of some of the parts were just like, oh, let's kind of get on with it. What but I mean, fell flat to you? Like, I don't know. Some of a lot of the talking parts, just like with Shuri and her mom, kind of talking. Like I understand that they're they're both processing grief, but I'm like, uh, I just kind of want to get past this. Like I got a little annoyed with Shuri. Kept like, I don't know, being angry all the time. And I get it. I mean, I guess you know her brother died, so she has a reason to be angry. Her mom, but, but yeah, I just like I just want to kind of get on with it. And I thought Atlantis or Talacan. Talcum. I thought it was gonna be a lot. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a lot more beautiful than what it was. Um, I thought they could have did a better job with that as well. But I mean, overall, like I said, I, I think the movie was okay. It was it was fine. It wasn't a perfect movie. I think the first one's better, but it is what it is. Great to see Michael B. Jordan too. That was a surprise. I did not expect that. That was a good moment. So yeah, Brandon, what do you think? I thought the movie's really good. I thought um, I love Namor. Namor. Uh, I thought his he kind of carried the movie to me. Um, and anything that where he was involved, like killer. Like the way he was in Angela, uh, he was in uh, Queen Mother's face. Like got up in her face. Like oh yeah, threatened her. Like that was intense. Like I was like oh snap. Like and I, I just love uh, I love his portrayal. I love how they. Like we we talked about it when we first talked about the trailer, like, and we kind of laid out what we thought the movie was going to be. It was basically two cultures going up against each other, and I thought yeah. that was really that added a way better story than just some Atlantis where we don't know who these people are. We don't know, and they really have no real like backstory other than just being Atlantis, yeah, know, this beautiful city. So I thought adding an ethnic background to it and adding more history, and I and actually. I, like I like the way it looked. Like it was very like um, indigenous um, type of a look to it. Like a very like uh, natural like lions, basically. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like some super hyper tech place. I like that it was like natural. They very took pride in their culture. Uh, they tried to stay as natural as possible, obviously while using still uh, vibranium. But yeah, and the more he carried the movie for me like that was an outstanding performance top five villain even though i know he's not a legit villain but even still like the way he pieced up wakanda pretty easy like that was crazy like that yeah, was one yeah, of the really, better really did. that was one of the better like action sequences i've seen in in marvel movies but i thought 
I, and I can understand what Jordan's saying. Like some of this stuff fell flat. Like I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't feel as much emotions as I thought I would. And I don't know if I love the way the movie started. Love the way the movie started. Like start immediately jump you in. I like that. But I guess the rest of the movie. I think it was Shuri for me. For some reason, I just didn't connect with Shuri in this movie. I don't know why. I think I, I think that's and I think that's what it was for me too. Yeah, like I just some reason I just couldn't fully understand. And then Queen Mother, she was making real rash decisions. Some warranted, some not. But overall, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it obviously had some holes, and we'll talk about that later. But overall, I thought it was a good movie. Obviously, it's not as good as the first, but. I mean, this one had a lot to do. Like, it had to do, it had to do, it had to pay homage to Chadwick Boseman while also introducing a whole new culture, while also introducing Riri Williams. You know, there's a whole thing going on. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. What about you, Spencer? Uh, <clears throat> I thought it was uh, very good. Um, I, I think the problem that I have is I tend to really like stuff the first time I see it. Mm -hmm. And I don't give myself time to sit on it and like process because right now I think that this is definitely one of the better movies in Marvel's catalog. And Mm -hmm. there are so many things about it that I liked and there's not very much I'm able to point to that I didn't like. Because with Shuri, for example, I feel like they made her very human in this. I feel Mm -hmm. like they, and I I feel like she gave a pretty good performance. Now, I will say, like, with Namor, that was hard to go up against. Right. Like, Namor. He put his foot down. Yeah, like, that was, ooh, he did so well. Um, But with Shuri, I, and they've done this before. It reminded me kind of of what Spider-Man kind of went through with uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Whenever he dealt with very significant loss and his anger and need for revenge kind of took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good and, point. And he had to come to terms with the fact that he was in the process of being consumed by revenge, but somebody had to come in and say, hold on, let's, let's, let's dial it back. Let's think about this. So there was, there was a voice of reason. Now the way it was handled in this was a little different and it ended up being M'Baku who was her counsel and voice of reason, which is one of my favorite things that they did, um, which we'll talk about a little later. But um, I think that she was very human in that she was, still young and immature in some ways and she was angry and Mm. she was kind of in a place where it's like killmonger i kind of we're not the same you i hate you because you burned all the heart-shaped herbs and you got my brother killed and like i i hate you for all of these reasons but as far as philosophy like i get it uh, you're not you're not completely wrong like i see mm-hmm. i i okay like i that, see how i see how that was we got a complete here. shock to me when she, when he appeared like i was not expecting that at all same i same. wasn't either i knew it I was should have, but I, 
I, I didn't think it was going to be Queen Mother, but I didn't right. think it was going to be him. Yeah. I'm really glad it was. Um, but I, I think that, I mean, I think it's easy to say that, you know, people didn't make good decisions or they were being irrational with stuff or they were being annoying because they were mad. And it's like, yeah, but I'm thinking about it in the, if these were real people, like there's a lot, like a lot of this makes sense to me. Like initially I was like, why would you fire Okoye? Like, why, why would you do that? This wasn't her fault. But then I was like, well, she did take Shuri with her. And Shuri did get kidnapped, so she didn't do what she said she was going to do. And then she was like, and P.S., whenever Killmonger got the throne, you... Yeah. Hey, that was, a, that was a bar. That yeah. Was a bar. Damn. Okay. Yeah. You, you stood with him when yeah. he became king. Yeah. And... That was a bar. Yeah, that's how we got it. So I was like, okay, I see why she was fired. Right, like, I, like I didn't agree with Queen Mother at all with the decision, but when she brought that up, I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah, the thing." Like, because yeah. yeah, at first I was like, "No, please," but then, yeah, then she started. I was like, mm, "Yeah, yeah." It was, it was crazy. She didn't even get her job back. Like, even at the end of the movie, she still didn't get her job. Yeah, back. she's civilian. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's free to do what she wants. Right, but I mean, she will still do what she needs to do because, I mean, there are a lot of implications and stuff but like i'm wondering if it's a situation where shuri will be the black panther but will not be the queen and so okoye might stay with her but the door is still uh tied to the throne right yeah uh, yeah, I, I can see that. yeah like i don't i don't know because right. like based on the end that's what i gathered was that like shuri will be the black panther but like i don't think she's trying to be on the throne as queen and right. it's looking like Mbaku might be sitting on the throne. Yeah. Or Nakia or somebody, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, Nakia. I think Nakia is not going back to Wakanda unless absolutely necessary. Yeah. That's what it's looking like. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, uh, we there's don't. a lot There's a lot that's up in the air, and that's for the best because that makes us want to see, you know, the right. next movies and see what happens and all that. But um, I... I really enjoyed this movie. Um, and for a lot of reasons, uh, the, the bringing in of indigenous cultures was, um, really good to me. Uh, the fact mm-hmm. that they brought in history, the fact what, one of the things that I really liked that this movie did was there are a lot of black people who live in a bubble of, we are the only people who were oppressed and who dealt yeah. with slavery and colonization and, you know, all of these horrible things. And I feel like this movie did a good job of highlighting the fact that n- black people are not the only people who went through that style of oppression, but the movie didn't take away from the fact mm-hmm. that black people went through that. I think that this movie did a very good job of demonstrating that this is not I don't want to necessarily say it's not a unique experience, but there are elements of it that we are not the only group of people who had to experience and deal with um, all of the negative pieces of history associated with colonization. 
Right. Did, right. So I'll say since we're talking about it right now, how did y'all feel about the look of the Atlanteans and how did y'all feel about Namor? Like obviously we all thought Namor was Hello, come. Um anyway, I, I'm not I'm not calling them Telecon, Telequan. I'm not calling Telequan. I'm not I'm not calling them that. I'm not calling the Atlanteans for me. Uh yeah, like it's not Atlantis. Yeah, exactly. Like it's that's not. why like I decided I wasn't gonna say it again just because I wasn't sure I was saying it right based on how it's spelled. I'm assuming it's Talocan, but yeah, it's Talocan. But I have just been calling them the blue people. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> yeah, they're blue. No, bro, that's racist. Yeah, so, the black people, the black people over there. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What if Ross was like, yeah, if, 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 if Everett Ross was like, yeah, I'm helping out the black people over here. Yeah. How do you think that's going to make him look? So, you can't just keep saying you're going to help out the blue people. Okay. That's how did y'all feel about, how did y'all feel the about water the people? I liked him. I had a question at first. I was like, um, how does this blue shit work? Because they're, not blue sometimes, but they're blue sometimes. So I think I decided when they're in water, they're not blue. But when they're out of water, they're blue. I think that's what I figured out. Because whenever we saw Namora and Atuma. Like the underwater city. You're like, yeah, all those people were not blue when they were yeah. there. And that's why I was like, so what the, I'm I'm confused. But then I think I read like, oh, okay. Because when he called Namora and Atuma, I was like, y'all were blue earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're not. And then they showed up blue again because I I was a little confused because I was like, isn't Atuma who Okoye was fighting? But when he said Atuma, Atuma wasn't blue, but when she was fighting somebody, that dude was blue. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, I was confused. But I always then, seen I always seen him as blue, like in the comics. Yeah, always Atuma's blue. always blue. It, yeah, like yeah. whenever I've seen a tuma, and right. so I think I realize okay, when they're in water, they're not blue, and when they are in air, surface, yeah, they're blue. That's right. that that's how that works. Pro, pro, I, I right. assume like the blue skin retains water, yeah, on the surface. That's yeah, they don't have the power that no more. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And so yeah, but I mean that's the thing. Like even on land, they were a problem. No, it was definitely a problem. Like that was that, Koye, that, that Koye fight Koye on the bridge. A, yeah, Koye did a great job. Like she fight on the bridge is fire. Like she uh she's worthy. Yeah. But uh the, the, the they were too much. Yeah. I loved I loved like the way and we talked about it, like I didn't want to see some technological power underwater. Like I wanted to see like, you know, like them natural, you know, like mine, like they obviously you know, advanced, but they're not like out here, just a beautiful like city. And, yeah, exactly. Like, I want to see kind of something more unique. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that they used the vibranium and it isn't just, you you know, just in Wakanda, but I get it. Like it was a cool tool and, and things. That was that actually, age. that was actually, I didn't mention that's part of Namor's history too. Like his, uh, his dad and his, uh, his dad was like part of the army or something. And he was sent out to look at the vibranium that was like in Antarctica. And then that's how he ended up coming across. His mom was sent out. Gotcha. So, I yeah, didn't know it was outside of Wakanda. Well, I guess I should have figured so, but I didn't, I guess I just didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm glad they did that. Like that's, no, that's, that's another one of the things that like, I'm really glad happened. Like Wakanda was living in a bubble because that's one of the things Killmonger mentioned was like, yeah. y'all, 
in here comfortable, not even paying attention to what else right, is what's happening. going out. Yeah. And so there's not a way that they would have known that there was vibranium. And since these people are underwater, you know, there's, I mean, there's not really a way like it didn't, there's, it, it wouldn't have affected them. Right. So yeah. like they would have like, nobody would have been looking for underwater people. Yeah. And, uh, Namor was very clear, like, humans can't get down here. Right. Like, the pressure would crush every bone in your body. Oh, right. that, that was a good scene, too. Yeah, he was, he's like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, your bones would be crushed. You wouldn't be able to breathe. He's like, or you could just put on this suit. Yeah, you wear a suit <laughs> yeah. that I stole. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I murdered this, this person. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. we got a couple suits down here. So, yeah, you just wear one of those. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah I, I thought... I really love when the more when he popped up, like when Sherry and Queen Mother was just sitting there, and I just love like he was just like, "Yo, it's y'all's fault. Like you guys yeah. are the problem. I will you either address it or I will come back." See, and that's that's what I love about Namor. I love when Namor is like arrogant. Like I love that, and I, I actually want them to kick it up a little bit more. But I was fine with what I I, got. I actually I wanted him to be more of a dick. I I kind of yeah. did. Like I wanted yeah. him to be because. That's one of my favorite things that happens because I've noticed that in these kingdoms, like one of the things that Queen Mother said that um, like resonated with her character and the Wakandan way was, I am not a woman who likes repeating myself. Yeah. Like she, who are you? And he was just like, your water's so clean. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so nice. Yeah, <laughs> got a yeah. humidifier in this joint. Yeah, that was crazy. And then, like, you look over to the left, and there's like, there you obviously see that they dropped that machine there. And it's like, oh, dang, they they was in here in and out. Like, you didn't even notice yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It was a tight yeah, operation. That's and and that's the thing. Like, she knew pretty immediately. Like, I don't know if Wakanda could deal with this yeah yeah exactly like, like this, this is a different like, problem we've, yeah we've never come up with a problem like this and right. I, I don't think i want those problems Facts. yeah like how Facts. did you get in here like what is going Fish on man. I, I love the scene when like ibaka was like let's just kill let's just kill him like i don't understand <laughs> like what are we doing yeah yeah like find the fish man yeah and kill him yeah like, exactly nicely yeah. like what oh, what else is there to do Oh, and so when good. freaking I know I know we're jumping around a lot when Mbaku Mbaku got punched by Namor and like broke his oh, whole yeah. chest. Like my, oh, yeah, like I was I was like, oh my chest. Bro, yeah. This oh. this movie more than anything, maybe more than right up there with like in-game Infinity War. I've never been so antsy and most most like so anxious about like who's gonna die. I was like, no more could kill any of these fools. Like Anyone. when he punched Mbaku, I was like. No, please, please, no. Please. I said the same thing. I was like, no, Mbaku's dead. Yeah. No, like, no, please. Not the Jabari needs yeah, him. Exactly. Like, I was bro. I was worried. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when, 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 when he started wheezing, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, okay. no. But yeah, I was yeah. yes, I was very genuinely worried that we lost Mbaku because when when he just broke that stick and because yeah. when he punched oh, him yeah. in his chest, like cracked his whole shit. Like, all of us done. I know that he, all he yeah, he's gonna need some ribs. Yeah, like w- Wakanda's gonna have to replace some ribs. Got a couple yeah. of those beads on him. Yeah, yeah, because his oh cracked his whole shit open. I, I was 
I was worried. How'd y'all feel about that last, like, I guess we could break it up in two things. Like, how'd y'all feel about the last scene with, you know, the Telecon and versus Wakanda, or like on the ship and stuff, and then also Shuri versus Namor? Like, how'd y'all feel about those? Well, uh, so I'll let you go. One thing that I thought was kind of stupid was picking the fight in the middle of the water. That me too. And then you gonna get on the ship where it ain't that much room for you to be fighting. Like that was that was the one thing that. But then I think uh, that was it. the that was the one no thing that I think was a bad decision. Now yeah, because yeah, they wouldn't yeah. have been able to lure them to right, not exactly exactly. So I get it, but also I was like, I just I was there not another way but i mean i guess yeah. you can't you can't wait a week for them to come to wakanda like you, you gotta yeah. he's a, he was, you know out of emotion and stuff so i also yeah. wanted to see i wanted to see namor kind of use more of like the ocean life because i mean he could have called like a, i want to see like a, when they were on that ship i want to see like a huge kraken yeah come up. like i want well, to see they, more of them use that they they used uh they use the animals more for transportation um, exactly and kind of like in wakanda the way they use the rhinos yeah, um, it was but similar to that. See the battle. You got to see the battle rhinos. Like I, I wanted to see. I want to see like a huge crack and come over, like some more sea life, just yeah. well, and attacking people in the water. Sharks, I think something. I think that didn't happen because Namor has not needed to go to war, and so he, like, he would have no reason to like set up underwater animals with armor and stuff. Well, I mean, they could have just used just a regular shark or something names in the water. I think I think they may have made like a choice, like okay, we're probably gonna do something with Namor. Like you know, his performance is just too good. He's a star. Everybody loved him. They, I wonder if they're gonna save that for his own movie, whatever. whatever. Yeah, because because and that is hard to pull off. Like the whole like communicating with animal sea life like that's tough to pull off in a like cool way now they could have did it like if a, if a, like you said if a big ass thing came through and just knocked that ship over like we ought to be like oh shit but i i i like what they did with you know having because that that one shot with all of them it was like 12 different like whales like all converting converging on the ship that was cool yeah but yeah i could see jordan like i could see like he could he had more resources that he didn't use but I, I my only I love the scene where they were fighting on the ship. That was fire. I love the the Sonic and the, all that stuff. Um, I, I, my only issue that that final Shuri version, the more that scene dr- fell short for me. But I don't think it was meant to be like an epic fight scene. Also, I was, I was talking to my cousin about this yesterday. So my thing is, he was like, um, "How come Shuri isn't trained more to fight?" Like why why wouldn't she like better than I was like, well she's a scientist that's that's not yeah, what she's not was her about. job yeah, yeah she, right. and even if she was trained I'm sure her brother didn't train her it would if anybody would have been trained her it would have probably been like the Dora Milaje right, it was yeah. like fighting is not her thing so the yeah. the fact that she was like able to hang with Namor right. was like good enough yeah I think every Wakanda every royal Wakanda is probably like surface level pretty good right like yeah, they're yeah. just around warriors all day but yeah once you start going up levels, you're not, not everybody's going to be T'Challa, not everybody's going to be Dora Milaje, you know what I mean? So, even Queen Mother was ready to get out, ready to get out when, when you know, the more pulled up, so, yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, I would I would agree in that, um, yeah, fighting, combat is not her job, like, that's not right. why she's here, and 
so there would not have been a reason for her to be at the highest level of combat readiness. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, like her job is science and right. her job was, you know, running the technology division. Mm-hmm. And Which is so, essentially all of Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was she was the one innovating and building all of the tech and, you know, all of that. Like she is the MCU's smartest person. Right. So actually, I think I think Riri might got her now. Well, we'll yeah. see. Should we talk? About, should we talk about Riri a little bit? How did y'all feel about that character? I thought she was supposed to be younger. She is. Yeah, she I is think I think they aged her up because maybe if they potentially do like a love interest or something, like I was like down the line. Because when I saw, her, I was like, she's a grown ass woman. Yeah, like I don't think yeah. she's supposed to be, but whatever, that's fine. Um, I think so. I love that she was funny. And I think that she had to be funny because for sure they did a reverse Thor. So yeah. Thor started out Shakespearean and then dealt with losing his entire family and went to comedy. Shuri started out as the comedian, as the comic relief, as the one making jokes and you know talking shit. She goes through immense loss is now Shakespearean. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and so with that being the case, uh, they brought Riri in cracking jokes. Cause Riri was hilarious to me. Um yeah. And, yeah. and a lot of the stuff I feel like I mean, she she was um how can I put this? She, she was the black person in the movie. No, it's, she had natural not, black not the, not, not the African. She's the black person. Yeah, like she yeah. was like she was there for us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She was the one saying, like, uh like these these people don't eat that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't they gave they gave you some clothes. Don't put that shit on. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like she y'all, oh, brought the, y'all brought the put y'all brought the FBI to my to my facility. Like, come on. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, she was like, I'd rather go back, like. FBI ain't never showed up until y'all got here. <laughs> You're right. And yeah. yeah, and then whenever with the heart-shaped herb, and then she punched the mannequin, she was like, uh, can I get some of that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that, that was that was a good scene. Yeah, oh, like yeah, that so, was pretty funny. So yeah, Riri, she was the black person in the room. Yeah. And yeah. uh I really appreciated that about her because a lot of times they make like super there's i guess there's this stigma that super smart people don't have personalities like yeah. they are beyond the ability to like interact with humans right. and riri was such a good character in that she had a personality and mm-hmm. she was a person who was again hilarious and had the what i would say like accurate handlings of situations right. just realistic yeah yeah like just as a person who would exist like because right. whenever Shuri showed up she was like oh shit it's it's, the, it's Shuri the princess of Wakanda's here what are you doing right and then whenever Okoye was in her bathroom yeah she was like oh whoa <laughs> yeah. oh that was funny yeah. like was yeah. funny. what do you so, think Brand? uh I, I thought she was I thought she was solid I thought she did her job I thought 
it's a tough movie to join because there's just so much stuff going on. You already got the grief. You already got no more. You already got telecom. You already got, you know, all this stuff going on. Shuri's whole development and all of this. And then add in Riri, try to introduce her as a character. So it was tough, but I thought she did her she did her her role pretty well. Um, I thought the suits were a little lacking, but that I'm suit, glad that that suit is garbage. Yeah, that suit was very like yeah. uh, let's sell some toys rather I, than let's. I, and I saw I saw the suit before the movie came out. That was one of the spoilers I did see because I, I'm a toy collector, right. and so they had already started announcing what stuff is going to look like. And so I saw that suit and I was like. Not a fan at all, but I am happy that I mean it was her first suit, right? No, actually, I guess technically it was her second, second. Mach two, yeah. Um, but I'm happy that Wakanda took it back. So that means yeah. once, once we get her in the show, maybe she can have something better. I think so. I think I'm I, hoping they do the more comic act where it's like more slimmed down, not as like she ain't got rockets on her shoulders. She ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know all that stuff was. Yeah, but I mean, it was Wakanda like, technology, so. Yeah, it seemed very like, all right, let's sell some toys, and then you know, once we get to the show, we can get, be a little more comic accurate. I agree. That is one thing I did have a problem with, was her yeah. suit. Um, I will say, I like the Iron Man callbacks they made for her. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's Iron Man. Yeah, like the one guy when they first showed the suit. Yeah, right. like I I like because we saw in the first Iron Man, you know, Tony was surrounded and had to get in a makeshift ass suit mm-hmm. to escape. We saw right. her do the same thing. She got in her makeshift ass suit and was able to escape. We even saw that there was a point when Tony like flew up too high and almost yeah. died. Right. Yeah. She did the I same like thing. She, she, like she fell too for high. Her, the song, that was she calculated that perfect. She's like, uh, she hit that uh, that uh, a drone, that drone, and yeah. then she, like hit the bridge. She's like, yeah, that was a good calculation right there. Yeah. yeah, and that that's yeah. So I I like the callbacks they made uh, with her to Iron Man. Yeah, and you know, yeah. I, lo- I, lo- I love a callback. Talk about that. Same. I love when she like kind of the introduction where she like pull ups on that dude and like, yo, you owe me money. Like what? What's the deal? Like, yeah, and again, my money. Very, very like that's yes. how that shit would have gone. Cash out. Yeah. Yes. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. All you did was this. Now. All you did was this. But what grade did you get though? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Pudding. Yeah. I was like, she out here, dude. Oh, good. That part was she freaking roasted a Koye, talking about her head was ashy. Oh <laughs> man, I was cracking up. She said, See, I told you it's the makeup. I was cracking up. Yeah. I I will say, like, when I walked out, I was like, ah, am I excited about the show? But now more I think about the scenes and now we're talking about it again. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm excited for that show, actually. Like the Disney yeah. Plus show. Because it's, it's going to be black as hell. It's going to be in the South Side of Chicago. It's going to be, you know what I mean? And uh, I know in the is, comics, like, she is Ryan she, Coogler behind it? He is. Know. He is executive producing. He is. He is. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, he is. Oh, uh, I bet. Yeah. And she's in the comics, like, she drops out of MIT. So I wonder if they're going to, from that point on, you know, go from there. But no, she, she don't need MIT. Yeah, exactly. She don't need MIT. She, she just, uh, she just needs, the, in the comics, she needs their resources. Exactly. Because like, yeah. she's just a kid and she didn't have the resource to build all that shit. I'm hoping, man, if and I don't like if they don't get Robert Downey Jr., that's fine. I mean, we all understand the logistics of that. But if they get him, 
bro, it takes yeah. you to a whole different level. Like it's legit. yeah, it takes you to a whole different level because just in the comics, their interactions are hilarious. So, um, yeah, man, like if they can do it, great. If not, I, I'm really excited for that show based just based just, off what she did in this movie. Just put him in the booth. That's that's all. That's what I'm saying. Just put him just, in the booth. Robert Downey Jr. All you need three hours max in the booth. exactly. Bro, just I mean, yeah, Vin, Vin Diesel can do it. Uh, who who played Rocket? Uh, what's it do? Play Bradley Rocket? Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper can do it. Yeah, oh, I mean they're gonna need to see his face, but that's you know, like you said, they can pull his face from yeah, they yeah. can pull his face from anything. Yeah, many like, yeah, it, many of movies they got. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah and that's what it's the perfect. Face from else. It's the perfect way to make her special because we the way we lost Tony. Like in the comics, it's special, but it's like he's in a coma. It's a where in the MCU, like his iconic death, everybody misses Tony. So just getting a little bit, people would tune in just for that, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, bro, it would take it to can, a different. Level. I can see, I can see that being like an end episode, maybe end credit for her show. So like the entire time, because like uh, now yeah, since, yeah. since Tony came back, um, her friend Natalie is basically yeah. her AI voice. So I can see them in the show making Natalie like her AI voice, and then at the end. Tony sends like some gift or something, or Pepper sends like a gift to her, and it's like Tony is the AI. Like uh, I can see that happening. I, I like that. I like that idea. I could definitely see that because that's a like, big. That's that a would big. Be legit. And it cuts down on your budget. You ain't got to exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. So, and if you do need it, you can do it on a movie or whatever. So, you know, something uh-huh. I was not expecting to see in this movie. Um, Lafonte, like, uh, um, yeah, Allegra. I was not expecting to see uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, and yeah. the fact that she and Ross were married at one point, yeah. dude, that blew my mind. Same, bro. I was Same. not expecting to see that. Now, one thing that I kind of wondered, and I don't know if this was just me, j- just thinking about it, but I kind of wondered, like, is Allegra a scroll? She is in the comics, I believe. I believe oh, I she know. is in the comics. From what I've what made what made you think that, Spencer? The fact that she I guess her interest in vibranium made me wonder. Because she I guess I'm not clear what her job like whenever she first showed up, I wasn't clear what her job was. Like I didn't think that she was um, I guess a super high government official like i thought she was kind of like i thought she was outside of this yeah like, i thought she was like on the outskirts of yeah that but i I knew she was up high but i didn't think amanda she waller was, like, type yeah like i didn't think she was uh, like i don't know i don't know what i thought she was but i didn't think i mean she, i thought the same thing like i didn't think she was like head of the cia and so again it kind of because i know that the scrolls were infiltrating mm-hmm. shield at one point Right, and so it, it. I just kind of got to randomly thinking, like, is she interested in vibranium for the United States or, yeah, otherwise? I think in the comics she is a scroll, I believe. Okay, yeah. So I think your I think your hunch is correct. Um, and and I mean, I'm starting to like I'm I'm getting to the point where it's like okay let me see if I can point out a potential scroll in yeah, these early situations on. yeah cuz we, we literally never know but right it's yeah, coming like, up so yeah she she made me think like um are you yeah are you I like the way they handled that relate like it was we got all the news very casual the normal way like 
they didn't say like you know some very stickler like oh we were married blah 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 like it was like a normal conversation and then they start talking more and we're all like wait what like why are y'all talking like this and then yeah because whenever he was like yeah he was like director and she was like you don't need to do all that he's like yeah yeah Yeah. i was like wait what well yeah because i was like why are they about to take an eight-hour drive and they just like yeah she was like can i just ride with you and he was like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah that was eight hours bro yeah it was it was subtle but um i wonder how she bugged the beads Exactly. Yeah, that was. She was like, I bugged them before you even got there. I was like, she's like, yeah, she was like, she was the one who placed them there. Isn't that what she said? Like, yeah, she was the one who put them there. But right. that's that's the. Th- I. How did you bug Wakandan tech? Is no is, is my question. Yeah. Like, what did? How did? How did? I don't. I don't understand what you bugging it really means because right. I know you didn't hack into them or anything. Maybe, like, maybe right. she put like a bug on his phone and maybe she can hear both sides. Like I know she said the beads, but I'm like, yeah, that, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, so uh, the only I guess yeah, like she put like an earpiece on the beads and could hear, I guess both sides of the conversation because I guess when yeah, you, I don't know when you use the beads, it's talking out loud. Yeah, yeah, it is. So what? Um, I was gonna ask, what were your guys? If you had any critiques of the movie, that's the thing. Um, other than Riri suit, which was not spectacular. What about the blue right. suits? I didn't like I the look of those either. Those didn't bother me. I didn't mind those. I didn't like them. And I will them. say they were comic accurate also. Like what suits are those in the comics? Uh they're they're those. Like if you in Tanasi Coach run, mm-hmm. they, they wear those a lot. Oh, I know I do. Yeah. Uh the wigs were not bad in this movie. Because okay. I was look I was looking at them hairlines and them the yeah. wigs, and I was like, <laughs> okay, they they did not get the regular MCU folks on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because like the again, the way that they did some people earlier in the MCU was like, hey, y'all need to and Tyler Perry Studios did this. So I thought that was funny because I've seen some bad wigs in Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. But I think Tyler Perry was like, I'm a billionaire now. I have right. I have the budget to right. But uh, yeah, I the way I saw it, um, the wigs in this movie were much better than we've seen in prior MCU items. Um, more like very specifically, uh, what they did with Mordo, like Mm, this was this was so much better than that because honestly, Mordo is what I was expecting. Gotcha, gotcha. But they um, they they. The the hair was so much better looking than what they did with him, and I think that's because there were way more black people involved. Right, that's true. I my issue with the movie, I mean, it's a couple, but I I'm a little upset we didn't get more um, door like dormitory. Like I wish we would have got more, just because we've introduced Io, Io, and uh, a girl, the newest. Uh, what was her Something name? Mean, Aneka. Right? Oh yeah, Aneka. Aneka, yeah, Aneka. That relationship is big in the comics. Like those two are like together. We don't get nothing until the end. They kiss, she kisses her on the forehead. Hey, my wife. I don't know what she called her. And they walk off, and we're like, all right. I guess we were just supposed to know they get together. Like it was no added story to the door. We got, we got a little bit of them in the beginning when they were trying to inf- when the Americans were trying to infiltrate. 
and take that vibranium. Yeah, from the like water. it was very little. Like that was like their spotlight. Then you didn't really get much else after that. Like Okoye, like A. I know it was like wait, Okoye's out. Like I got to be the general now. Like I know there was a struggle there probably. Like we and I get they had a whole bunch of other stuff they got to, they had to cover, but Dormelage is a story and a entity in itself that people are very much interested in. And I just wish we got more of them. I wish we'd have got more of Baku. Every scene he was in, he killed. Uh, so, like, yeah, I just wish we got more of those two characters. A little less of the Shuri moments. Just a little. I don't, I'm not saying a lot, but just a little less of the Shuri moments. I guess I'm just not a, a Shuri, a fan of Shuri in this role. Like, in the mad, you know, revengeful role. Which I get why she was that way. It's a very natural arc. But I just wasn't. I guess my biggest critique is this movie was missing a main character. Like it was missing T'Challa. Like I mean, yeah, well, like, we know we know it was missing the main character. It's yeah, like it's <laughs> it's like right, like it's it was missing T'Challa. Like let's just like we needed. Think of T'Challa t- teaching Riri. Like that would have been dope. Think of T'Challa. Like because Riri and Shuri, they're the same. Age. Like they're the same age. Like it wasn't really no like mentorship there. It's like we both killing it <laughs> let's just work on lab shit whereas like t'challa could have you know really i think gave the movie like somebody we could a, a direct comparison between Nemore and t'challa would have been dope to see yeah and as we know in the comics though that's a classic rivalry so yeah. i'm cool with the new t'challa it's kind of different it's definitely a, a backhanded recast but it's like Shit, nigga, gonna be, you know. I think. Well, one, I was gonna say my. Uh, well, two couple things. The those suits work. I'm accurate. I just looked it up. Midnight Angels and yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're exactly um, the ships are the same. All that's just the same. My critiques, though, obviously, I mean the whole Atlantis thing. That was my biggest thing. Uh, Riri's suit as well, and then. I think I think they handled that well, like this recasting. But what I think they're going to do is, I feel like they are definitely building towards the Young Avengers, because you yeah. give it a couple years, and that's T'Challa Junior. He's going to be old enough to suit up basically in a Young Avengers role. And now we see basically every single older MCU character has a kid now, except for Captain America. And actually, Isaiah Bradley, the his nephew, his grandson, can basically take over that role as Patriot. So, I mean, they have, like, a Young Avengers roster, like, for field now, unfortunately. And I know, yeah, people people might not go and feel this Young Avengers, but I think it's coming. They they just have all the characters now. Like, it, it's coming. Bro, it's not. Hulk has, a son, Hulk, Hulk has a son now. That's the Hulk. That's the Hulk role. Yeah, bro. It's, I, I, I need Marvel to chill. Like, the same Young Justice, my boy. You rocking with. D bench players like the benches <laughs> of bench play players, bro. Like uh, we've never. I don't even know if they're. I know T'Challa's had a son in the comics, but I don't think like he's. I don't know. I haven't seen anybody. I did. Like, I did watch. Did y'all y'all seen the animated movie The Young Avengers? Hmm. Many moons ago. Yeah, I said a long time ago. I remember that. That's like the only exposure I got to like The Young Avengers, and now, I think like, that team was completely different. And Kate Bishop, Jelena, those are only two stars to me. Well, so far, I mean, that has a lot of room to change uh, with what's upcoming. But, you gotta, yeah, you gotta so give, far. Uh, 
got to give Hulk's son a chance, man. Come on now. Mm, fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, I say, I'll, man, no. <laughs> I saw that hairline. I was like, no. Yeah, um, I mean, we don't know what Tom Holland's situation is going to be, but it's looking like they're going to keep him pretty contained moving forward. I heard he signed for four more movies, but I, I don't know if that's correct or not. Hmm. Well, and yeah, I mean, we don't we don't know. There's a lot of unknown, but I this, I, I, I think that I mean, the Young Avengers, they probably figure is a good move because we will be able to use these kids for the next 10 years. I mean, and yeah, business about, wise, it makes sense. But it's just like and Riri Williams, that's that's their Iron Man. Because I, yeah. I forget, Iron Man has a she had he had a daughter in the MCU, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's uh she's young, like really young. Because yeah. in so then in Riri, Endgame, she was four, I think. Yeah. yeah, so Riri would be able to take that place as the Iron Man. So I mean, they that's that's everybody, right? Thor has a son, has a daughter. Miss Marvel going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. and Marvel, that's that's everybody. That's the thing, like Brandon, you're saying that they're pulling from the bench, but. The people that they have up front so far are the new popular people, because Miss Marvel is popular, America Chavez is popular. I forgot about her. Yeah, like they the the people that they're pulling from are new but doing well. Uh, I mean, Riri is popular, so it they usually sprinkle in some D list just kind of in general, but the people that we've met so far are a pretty wide range of like super popular and well-known and who the fuck is this? Yeah. I know my agenda. I usually do not like legacy characters, but Mm -hmm. I will say, I just don't think their bench, and this is the Marvel problem. I don't think their bench is very deep. I think the thing, um, some of this we need to save for the next episode. No, You're it's right. true. True, true, true. Right. But I guess for the Prince Chala mm-hmm. part, I am a little... This is embarking on a new area. Like, this isn't... There isn't a... And I'm sure now someone's going to make a comic about a Prince Chala or whatever. T'Challa yeah, Jr. Sure. or some shit, but... Because he does just, exist, but I think that he's Storm and T'Challa's son. Right. Rather exactly. than Nakia and T'Challa's son. Right. Yeah, I remember and, that's what the Young Avengers one was. Yeah, so, like, I don't, I don't know how much they're going to pull from the comic books with him. I think they're just going to like pull references and like notes yeah. of things, but I don't think, and I mean, this is purely speculation, but like, I don't know if they're going to tell any of his stories from comic books that have been written up to this point. Yeah. It's all going to be, they're going to base the comics based off what they do in the MCU. Essentially. I agree. Which is what they've done. To others, but I, I just, you know I me. Mean? I'm team recast. I get now that I've seen the movie, I get it. But <laughs> there was a hole there. We needed a star player, and I, I saw did, a bunch I of role players do really well. I saw a bunch of role <laughs> players kill it, really mm-hmm. kill it. But then they was playing a team with Namor, who was a star player. That's a max. That's a max player right there. And I was like, who's the max player on the other side? Ah, you got you got the Jaguar. Uh, Shiri over here. <laughs> I guess the whatever suit that was, but yeah, I, I just it, it was a big hole missing. Obviously, we know why, but you know, yeah, well, another, 
there was there was a Pistons team that won a championship with role players, so it can be mm, done. Shit ain't right. Look at that. <laughs> shit right. ain't Look at since two thousand four. You know, you know yep. what I thought was cool. That it can be done. Yeah, once in every generation. <laughs> like LeBron <laughs> that generation. did not win every every ring. Yeah, he lost to some dudes. This movie needed some more dudes. You know, you know what I thought was cool though. Um, I love seeing Namor like fly around when he's fighting. He was right, very right. agile. Like him, him flying was good. And I like the way it looked, it was so beautiful. I kind of so like the beautiful. way they made him fly. Like they made him like flap wings a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, like, like that was stepping off the air. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like how you like jump building or jump off a ship, bro. The the whoever did the action scenes the CGI like during that fight, that was amazing. That's on some like Superman type shit. Like if they if they make a Superman movie, they could look at that and be like, yeah, we can do something like this. We kill it because, bro, all his action scenes were flawless. Like when he dove down in the water, went oh, yeah. super fast and came. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like they if they could yeah. expand it that longer, I was like. Jeez, the whole flooding of Wakanda scene, that whole Bruh. scene, that whole they transition, that was beautiful. Yeah, them yeah, water bombs, them water bombs, oh, water bombs, them water bombs might be MVP, bro. They might be. I ain't, never, I ain't never thought about that. A water bomb, like that was legit right there. That was, whoever thought of that, I was like, that's that's intuitive. Yeah, that, that was fire. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like sometimes they use water bombs in the water. Yeah, yeah. They, when they, they brought they, those, they released gold. all of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like it totally makes sense. Like practically, that makes sense. If someone yeah. explodes a big ass gallon of the fifty yeah. gallons of water, that's gonna do some damage. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's be an issue. And they have enough of it. They can make endless numbers of those. Endless, endless, endless. endless. <laughs> like literally, could bomb a damn country. With like just... yeah, there's more water than Earth on Earth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, they. Oh God, yeah. Those those water bombs were just so good. And yeah. So to your question, I'm having a hard time coming up with critiques that I had because I like everything that they did, generally speaking. Again, um Riri suit, mm, no, not, yeah, not a fan of that. I know for me. When um, I saw black, I was like, what are we doing? Like what Really uh, should not have a black anything on her suit. Like, oh uh, yeah, I I think it was just for me. It was just it was too bulky. Like that whole back part on the top section yeah. that was behind her. It was just too yeah. bulky for me. The suit was just ugly. Like it was just ugly. Like, it was ugly just, design. It was just yeah. Sorry, not sorry. The suit was right. ugly. Um, but other than that, like I'm not. There wasn't really anything that I had a problem with because. With Shuri's, I guess, character in this movie, um, while she wasn't my favorite character, I like that she was that way because I like that she was like genuinely angry and she had not processed what happened and she was just revenge driven. And she like this, this loss that she went through because. You know, we've seen most young heroes go through tremendous amounts of loss to become who they are. Again, right. we see that in Spider-Man. We see it in Thor. Um, like, we we see these people just lose so many people in their lives, and they have to make peace with that, and they have to go beyond it. They have to, like, keep going. And... 
that is incredibly difficult to do, but it speaks to how heroic these people are because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that going through that amount of loss would break them entirely. Um, And so the fact that she was behaving the way that she was under the circumstances, she was being reasonable. Yeah. Because I like the astropining part. That a whole part right there was dope. Like and just, I Killmonger, I yeah. I don't know how to feel about him because he's so good, oh, but also he's a fucking problem. Right. And he is a very accurate representation of like, yeah, yeah, that's what we need to do. Right. But also you can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like that's what we because there, I, again, like, there's a part of me that's like, Killmonger's right. Fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. Let's burn it all to the ground. This, <laughs> this is what happens. This is what you get. Like, this right. is, shouldn't have done it. When you are evil, there are consequences. <laughs> but also, like, I am not a violent man. Yeah. I want to choose peace. I want things to be better. And I don't want to, you know, be in a situation where I am doing to anyone what has happened on this side of things. Like that's, that's not the way to be. And so I love that it was him. And I love that he basically said, all right, here's the thing. Don't you dare disrespect your mother. She did everything she needed to do, but your daddy was a bitch because <laughs> Damn. he was a killer. And your brother, he's too noble. He wasn't I mean, willing to do what needed to be done. And he was like, he was like, your daddy would have killed that girl. He that's like, he true. Killed his, he killed Sex. his brother. Yeah, Sex. that's exactly. Yeah. yeah, T'Chaka would have been like, uh, Namor, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T'Chaka like, would have. T'Chaka was a politician. Like, yeah, straight up, straight up and down. Like, I mean, and that's know. why. That's why T'Challa was like, "You were wrong." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were wrong. Like, yeah. that's, he he called him out because yeah, he did. T'Chaka was like, "No, nah, I played the game." Exactly. And yeah. uh, there was a what I was not about to do was let Wakanda uh, be discovered, and yeah. all. Yeah, no, nah, we're not we're not doing that. Yeah. So, um, I did what I thought was necessary to protect my people. Right. And that's I feel like that's a good that's a good segue to like the next thing I was going to say. Bring up towards the end when Namor finally gave up, and then we see Namora was like, "I I didn't expect you to give up like that." Like, mm. and then he was like, "You know, Wakanda's going to need us." And then you see the painting on the wall of like the Black Panther versus the Atlantis person. Sure. It's just like so. Was that what that was? I yeah, yeah. It. yeah. They, I, they showed I it. It was quick. The left side, but okay. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, was, a, it, was okay. it was a panther like fo- yeah, foreshadowing cool. like this yeah, is a panther and a lion kind of going yeah, at it. Is. Yeah, yeah, so it's like this isn't going to be the last time we go at it. And yeah. one of the things that another thing that I liked about this movie, I am not a fan of reading needing to read subtitles due to language barriers. I'm really glad that that happened in this movie. I'm really glad that there were multiple languages spoken mm-hmm. in this movie. And I had to read subtitles to know what was going on uh, with conversations that were happening between people. Like I'm, I normally am not a fan of that, but I'm really glad that it happened. It was used well in this movie, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Oh, speaking of language, so we, me and my wife went to the movies with one of our friends, and she's a big Disney person. Did you realize that when Nakia went to go talk to the woman in Haiti? Oh, no, she wasn't in Haiti. I think she was in Ecuador. Yeah, she went to go talk to the woman in Ecuador. The way Nakia was dressed looked exactly like Mayor Bell from Encanto, except Mayor no, Bell's dress. No, I know white. what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. except Mayor Bell's outfit is white. And Nikia had on yellow, but she had her, she still had the red glasses on, and she still had, still had the same flower powder. And they were in Ecuador, which is in that where um, I feel like Encanto was in Colombia, but oh, same, same thing, same thing, same same culture. It's um, let's not do that. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sorry, to all my Ecuadorian people, we, we understand we're not same culture, but yeah, they were dressed the exact same. Like, yes, it is South America, but they're. We're not just gonna call them the same. <laughs> we don't. I mean, we don't yeah, know Spencer enough. Was... We don't know enough to call them the same. Oh my bad. Sure yeah, well, I mean Spencer out here calling people the blue people, so I thought it was okay for me. They to were say... fucking blue. I thought it was okay for me yeah. to say that. So we can't. No, we, no, we can't get canceled for telling. But we can definitely <laughs> get canceled for your ass. Yeah, call it two cultures <laughs> the same. Just, That's yeah. the like they were blue. The scrolls are green. If I call them the green people, nobody's mad. No, nah, that's racist. They they can be anything. But, but yeah, uh, I, th- I thought that was, a, and if that is true, like that's a neat, neat little Easter egg. I haven't watched any. I, I normally watch Easter egg videos, but since we started doing a podcast, I like to, for us to like talk about it first, and then I'll check out the Easter egg videos. Yeah, yeah. I guess the Cree are blue too, so yeah. I should. Oh yeah, see, yeah, specify. man, that's racist, bro. You ever trying to say you trying to say all Cree people in Atlantis look the same? They kind of do, just because they're blue. That's man, that's crazy. So it was I, like, will yeah. say, I will say, I will say. Go back. Bro, uh, a scene that I loved was when Nakia broke in, just murdered the, the girl. The, yeah. The poor girl. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is good because, bro, so many times in history, wars are started from little stuff like this. Yeah. Just a miscommunication. Yeah. Just a miscommunication. Okay. You kill one of my people now. We got to go to war. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. I thought and they so, were going to save her too. Yeah. Like, sure, he wanted to. Sure, he should have saved her, bro. No, sure, uh, sure, he wanted to. Sure, he was. Sure, he was like, "Hand me the thing. I'm gonna save her." And Nakia was like, "We have to leave because Nakia was not a, like there was a lot of shit people didn't know, and that's yeah. exactly how that would have gone because I Nakia like, was I like, like "We have to exfiltrate." Right, right. We have to get out. Like, there's no, yeah, that. And again, I don't really have any qualms with this movie. Like, there, uh, there were so many things about it I liked. I don't have very many things that I'm like, uh, I didn't like that because Brandon, to your point, um, there was not enough time to explore a lot of that. Like as much as I would like to have spent more time with M'Baku because he was excellent in this movie. Right. Um, as much as I would like to have spent some time with the Dora Milaje and how they had to restructure and, you know, figure all that out and what that, process was and all of that like we didn't have time for that because i feel like had they done that it would have taken away from namor time and i i wanted as much talokan time as we could get and the action scenes were good and there were i i don't see for me i don't see where they could have made cuts to give anyone else more time because as you said there was a lot to cover there was a lot of content a lot of material that we had to get through a lot of people we had to meet a lot of conversations that had to happen mm-hmm. and with that being the case i don't really see where 
I mean, there's, you know, a diff, a bunch of different ways this movie could have been cut, but the way, the thing that we got didn't make me feel like I missed out on some of the other background things that we could have gotten more on because I don't think we had the, t- this movie was already almost three hours. And mm. so I don't, I don't think we had the time to cover that because of what all we had to talk about in this movie and makes, all of the stuff that, that needed to be covered. But that's just the way I feel because I'm, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Cause again, mm. those are some things I would have also liked, yeah. but I'm not holding it against the movie yeah. based on the movie we got. That makes sense. I think for me, and maybe I'm just an asshole. I think I will enjoy Black Panther, Black Panther three, and maybe more because I know we will dive into Wakanda more. We will dive into the Dora Milaje, Baku, all the little you know inner workings of Wakanda. Just because we don't have to deal with the big issue of T'Challa just grieving and things of that nature, which makes sense. But I think for me personally, I'll probably enjoy that a little more. You know, obviously if it's done well. Just so we can just get straight into the Wakanda stuff rather than, you know, having to sort through emotions and all that stuff. I, I am curious now to see how the U.S. is going to respond to all this. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see that part because my wife, she was like, she she thought that it was going to be like a three-way fight between Atlantis, the, the U.S., and Wakanda. But me, on the other hand, I was like, no, the U.S., they're going to respond to this. Like, whatever comes up next, they're not just going to have now Wakanda uh, continue to be by themselves. They're not going to continue to let Atlantis... Because, I mean, now they know that Telecon is a thing now. So right. they're, they're just not going to sit by silently. Oh, well, I guess uh, Allegra might know. Yeah, she, I was she, say, but she bugged everything. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't... They didn't really make Ross super aware of what was going on for that reason. Like they kind of told him some stuff. There's, but there's no way. There's no way they don't have some surveillance that was in the air. Didn't see that big ass battle in the ocean. Well, that could be true because I mean, as high as the drone was that Riri had to go get, like it's yeah, very possible. Feet. It's yeah. very possible that a drone saw what happened and all that. But um, I don't know that anything was explicitly said to Ross about Dalokan. And that'll be that'll be another like I'll have to rewatch the movie to catch that. I think think potentially maybe when that second time when he talked to her when uh she was on the beach and she was talking to him. Like I think there was there could have been something in there. But either way, I don't think the US is gonna continue to sit by and let Wakanda continue how they've been doing. Yeah, they're gonna come for sovereign nations. Like they're gonna they're gonna say they're not sovereign anymore due to whatever bullshit excuse they come up with. No, and yeah. they're gonna you and know, then, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna say you know Wakanda made a promise and yeah. you know we're here to do what and it's like you still don't want these problems because Ross said like you do not want these problems right, right. like yeah. they have a military that we could not even begin to comprehend. Mm-hmm. You don't want these problems. And so I wonder. I, I think you know the US always thinks they're the biggest and baddest. That's what so, I was gonna say, yeah. Like exactly they're because they still sent they tried to send a strike team to steal the vibranium by force and it failed. 
Right. Terribly. Terribly. Yeah. yeah. Like and just got dudes murked. But now the problem is, I think that the United States will be able to take advantage of the ruin that Wakanda is currently in. Yeah. But I don't know, like with the with the flooding and you know, all the stuff, but the fact that they had a ceremony uh for the throne would lead me to believe that Wakanda recovered. And yeah. they're pretty okay now. So I don't know if they're still dealing with the repercussions of the water bombs and the flooding, or if that's already been taken care of. Maybe, maybe yeah. Namor just was like, all right, I'll call on my water back. Y'all good. Dude, that was crazy how they just like, you know, it kind of reminded me of from SpongeBob. He was like, well, we can't just pick up our city and move it here. When all the airplane, when all the helicopters just like picked up the buildings and just like put them in there in the mountains where Mbaku was. I was like, bro, that's legit. Like, how do you yeah. just pick up your whole city and move it somewhere else? But, yeah. Yeah, it, it reminded me of that. That was like, dope. W- it's Wakanda. Dope. Yeah. It's, it's really dope that, like, it's, it's dope that, like, in the Jabari tribe, like, that's a whole different environment. Like, you got to put your right, winter clothes on. Different. You got to, you know what I mean? Like, you feel like you're part of a tribe when you walk up in there. And again, I love a callback. I love that uh, M'Baku was just munching on a carrot. Because yeah. he said, "We <laughs> are vegetarians." vegetarians. Yeah, yeah like, I love that. I love that Shuri, in her anger, called back to, um, "You are but a child." Bro, scoffs yeah. at tradition. Yeah, I love that. I they love called that. It, like Shuri called back to it. That was a she bar. was like, oh, "What? Ha- what happened to me just being a child?" Yeah, who scoffs at tradition? And Baku was like, ah, "Yeah, Baku was right. like, you know, I said that. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> But yeah, I loved Mbaku's like layer. Like I love how I wise love. Like, that man was wise. Yeah, like I love the little background because even when he was talking, I look in the background like, okay, they got the gorilla, like, it, like yeah, the yeah. whole thing. It I, don't was think, a dope. I don't think a lot of people know um, that Mbaku, like the character in the comics, is Manate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But clearly, you're not about to call a black person in 2020 <laughs> yeah. Manate. Exactly. Nah, <laughs> exactly. No, we can't <laughs> do that. Doing that. Yeah, we're not doing yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, that that's who that character is. But yeah, but yeah, like anytime they got brought up, hoop, 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 like they it was it was hilarious, bro. Again, like, I every time I'm like, here come these loud ass niggas. <laughs> exactly. But I love it so much. Every time I oh, they're so good. That's exactly yeah. that's exactly how the that's how Wakanda feels. feels. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the first time, because of course I did my homework, had to rewatch Black Panther one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, whenever they showed up on challenge day, I was like, oh, man, oh here, they shit, man. <laughs> here come the cues. Exactly. <laughs> oh, damn. Facts, you got to really have people come for us now. You that's facts. That, that's straight facts, though. Like, no, that's, oh, man, there we go. We just having a good time. Yeah, everybody we were having a great time. And then these loud just obnoxious ass. Yeah, like it's just it's so funny. No home training. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, so, like they they killed it. Should we should we talk about ratings right quick? What would y'all rate the movie? Okay, yeah. I you, I would fall in I fall into this trap every time. I'd say <laughs> I need to watch it a second time because right now I'm riding on a high. I loved it. I had very few problems with it. Spencer's the latest to see it. Yeah, Spencer's the latest to see it. Like, okay, so I walked out of the movie six hours ago. Right. Like, 
I the the movie started like eight nine hours ago. I walked out six hours ago. I wrote a synopsis, and now we're here. Right, <laughs> like I just saw the movie, and I do this every time. But again, like I, I don't have any hard issues with it, and it's I I like so many things that they did very specifically i like so many things that they did and so many of the like elements to the movie and i thought that the portrayals were really good i think that um angela bassett did a great job because surprisingly marked her yeah but i think it added to namor's like viciousness like i like that yeah and it, uh, I mean, it gave Riri some motivation. It gave yeah. Shuri some motivation. Like, there's, and and I like, yeah, like when she was queen, she was like, no, nah, I'm not worried about the danger of vibranium. Right. I'm worried Word about danger, y'all. Yeah, I'm worried about y'all. Yeah. And when she said it, I was like, you mean the white people? Yeah, the same <laughs> thing I thought. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's what you mean. You, you I'm sitting want... sit next to an old man, like an old white man in theater, and as soon as they said colonizer, I kind of was like, kind of <laughs> oh, was good. <laughs> and, then, and then also when they showed the scene where Namor was a kid, and then like all the all the people getting killed and everything, it kind of gave him a little quick glance, like, <laughs> you see this dog? Like, you see what's going on over here? Was, yeah, I'm like, uh, you enjoying this movie, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet not hear no chuckle or no shit over there. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, okay, Spencer, was, I'm hearing a, I'm hearing a nine. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing from Spencer. It sounds like a nine from Spencer. Uh, nine point one. Oh, okay. Okay. Because again, like again, one of my favorite elements of this movie was the honestly introduction to a lot of black people that other groups went through some shit too mm. um I like because that. i feel like that is an important thing that unfor- because while i love black people and i love the black community we are very good at pointing out how oppressed we were mm-hmm. and while nothing should be taken away from that Black people act like they are the only people on earth who were Spencer, oppressed. Yeah, right now, some racist dude's like, hell yeah, Spencer, tell them. Uh, racist know, people just... don't listen to us. One clip. Like there, there are a lot of uh like we're there are a lot of circles we're not gonna be played in as melanated <laughs> gentlemen. Exactly. See our name, and it's like uh yeah. new. They see our name, they see our little thumbnail, and they're like, next. You're like, uh, melanated? Let me Google that. <laughs> is that melanated? Is that, oh, okay, never mind. Is that melatonin? Are they, are they, are sleepy? they sleepy? Yeah, they're sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, anyway, okay. um, that, 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 that was, uh, that was important to me. Uh, yeah. just because I, again, I, yeah, like we, th- there's, a lot of similarities between a lot of people and this movie, I feel like did a good job of pointing that out, but again, not taking anything away from anyone. And that's the important piece because it's really easy to say, no, I suffered more. No, I suffered. Like 
who who suffered more is a game that yeah, you know a lot of people like to play. Yeah. And and again, a lot of people, you know, like to use a lot of excuses and like lean on a lot of the negative things that happened, but I think that and you know, another thing that happens is the division between people can be heightened through stereotypes, but also through a lack of knowledge and understanding. Yeah. And so I think that the fact that this movie showed some of the similarities and it demonstrated again to a lot of black people who had no idea, like, nah, other people went through some hard shit too. Mm -hmm. But I am not taking away from the hard shit you went through, but I need you to know that you have more in common with other parts of the world and you may not have known that you had something in common with other parts of the world. Right. Like, Brandon, you are not the no. only dark people who went through some shit. And I I think this movie did a good job of that. And yeah. I think that that's so important. And it's something that's not done enough. And I mean, again, we just talked about how a lot of people had no idea. And so I think that... Uh, what, would you, what would you rate I, it, Brennan? Let me see. What would you, what would you, what would you rate it? I mean, for me, um, after talking about it, um, I forgot how good that damn scene was Spencer was talking about with the flashback and the Moore's uh, young, you know, childhood and running to the conquistadors and all that. Uh, that was really good. And then I how, and then how he kind of was, was very Killmonger like in the, because I, I was talking to Larry about this in man of steel, y'all know Zod. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have very many villains like Zod. Zod yeah. said, look here, Cal. Either you die or I do. Right. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I thought Namor was going to be on that same shit. Yeah. I'm happy they didn't kill him. I forgot to mention it. I'm so, I'm happy. so glad that. No, that's I one so of the nervous. things I love. I'm really glad they didn't because if they killed yeah. him, that would have been a problem for me. I got, yeah, I got I nervous when they like, when the fire hit him up, I got so nervous. Yeah, I think they better not kill him. Yeah, when the fire hit him, I was worried that he was dead. And I thought, okay, if they kill Namor, Atuma is going to be the problem that we deal with moving forward. I think either way, Atuma is going to be the problem because I feel like he gave Namor gave up too easy. And that's what I like, like, with what yeah. happened, I think that's what's going to happen. I think that Namor's decision is going to cause Atuma to revolt. Yeah. Or to like start a coup or to be like, uh, you are not a strong, like, yeah, you're weak and yeah. we can't have that. So that's kind of what Namora was like. Like, she, yeah. she low key kind of said it, not with that many words, but she low key kind of yeah. said it. Yeah. yeah she, she has some doubts. And again, because uh, she reminded me of Zod's right hand, because uh, that lady didn't play around. Yeah, she was like, she was she was she was ready to go. Yeah. And so I feel like Killmonger was the last time we saw a villain like Zod. Like, I will die today, yeah. or you will die today. There is no in between. Yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah. so, but I'm I, again, I'm so glad that he lived. And that's another thing that I liked about this movie, because I have said my big problem with the MCU in general is a misutilization of villains because they kill them off because they don't know what to do with them. Right. They were able to reuse Killmonger in such a good way in this movie. Yeah. And Namor is alive. And the political structure of Talokan might have some, some shit to deal with under the circumstances. Because, right. I mean, his people were loyal to him because he didn't play around. Right. But now that he's like, okay, I'm willing to negotiate, yeah. some of he them might be like, we're not. <laughs> yeah. He bent the knee. You were right. Yeah, Brent, so what you give now since, since we uh, talked about it now? So I would give it a... Um, I'm, a I'm All right. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I'm going to yeah. stick with it. Uh, my initial rating, like, walking out of theater was seven and a half, but I think after talking about it, I almost said a seven point eight since Spencer pulled that that uh his little number out. But I'm gonna go ahead and stick with seven point five as well. I really want to give. I really want to bump it up to an eight. And uh, I don't know who who knows. Maybe tomorrow I might wake up and be like, yeah, I feel like it's an eight. Yeah, it's I'm closer like, to an eight than it is a seven. That's why I'm so, like, I'm like seven point eight. Like it, it's it's right there. Yeah. After talking and I, about it, actually, and again, it, bro, it's eight. It's an eight I, for me. I understand. I understand the. I guess lack of appreciation for Shuri in this movie. Yeah. Like I get it. But I didn't have a problem with it, I think. But I <laughs> I I I I think it's I think it's valid because was she kind of annoying? Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, I get it. for good reason. Like yeah. if I was in if I was to rank my top five favorite characters in this movie. I would go Namor. I would probably go. I would probably. I go Mbaku. Probably go Riri. Probably go Queen Mother. I might still. Aneka. Aneka might be next. Aneka like. might get next. Like Okoye. I'm, I'm messing. Okoye. Okoye is probably, yeah. After yeah, Nakia yeah. was. Uh, yeah, Lupita was. Yeah. Great so from, and I think that's my problem. The person I'm following the most. Sherry, which I understand, I get. I think her arc was very realistic and very well written. I just wasn't her character for some reason or another fell flat for me. So I think that's why I'm docking a few points. But outside of that, all the characters but, I named killed. Like, but that's the know. thing. Like, for I don't. It's really hard to make somebody who's grieving and angry and like angsty likable true like you they're not there to be liked in those moments true i think it was more like i just wasn't I don't, for some reason i wasn't bought in like and it isn't necessarily i, I want to like like you in those moments but like am i bought in and i'm am i fully behind you no matter what the hell you pull like with killmonger was I, I was a little more T'Challa because I'm usually more that leadership role. But like T'Challa, had, I mean, Killmonger had me. Like, I was like, all right, my nigga, like, whatever decision you make, I'm rolling with you on this. Like, you know, where her, it was just like, yeah, okay, all right, man, you, you snapping at everybody. Okay, all right, cool, whatever. Because I will say, whenever she said to M'Baku, like, hey, we rolling out at sunrise. Yeah. No more questions. Right. 
like I was like, oh, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But also, I see why we're here, and that yeah. was very Wakandan of you, right? Because yeah, in again in these uh these areas with royalty, like with their language, they there's there's they don't play around. So there's 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 a there's big I will not repeat myself energy. Mm-hmm. So since we're uh, since we're talking about ratings, I mean, and even with uh like with the door Malaje, like they'll knock and then he'll be like, uh, should I open the door? They won't knock again. Right. That was yeah. good. I, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, was that, that was that was a good one. So yeah, like it the door there or these entities of just they they live by everybody gets one. Exactly. Yeah, just one. Uh, uh, like, you even guys ready? Move, or you will I'm be ready. Moved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna play the game, the Rotten Tomatoes game. Okay. So, Brandon, what do you think the tomato meter is? The critic score. What do you think it is? Critics. Yeah. Oh, let, let me explain. So, whoever, let's you know, fun game. Yeah, maybe this your first the closest to the bucket. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to see who can get the closest to the bucket uh, with these scores. So both of them have a chance to get close since there are a critic score and an audience score. So Critics. I feel like critics... Mm, I feel like critics are going to give it a little bit because obviously Chadwick... I'm going to go 84. Critic score. Spencer, what do you think, Spencer? I think it's higher. I'm I'm thinking like 89. You know? Okay. Uh the tomato meter is with 316 reviews is currently sitting at a 84% fresh. Let's fucking Some, go. Somehow Brandon hit I'm it. Out here. I don't know yeah, if Brandon cheated. Yeah, like hit it exactly. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's a little suspect. Your boy, got a, your boy just got a feel, man. I can't, you know, I just got touch. I mean, <laughs> Steph Curry, uh, yes. I just, I'm gifted with the touch. Well, Spencer, we will start with you first. What do you think the audience scores with over 5,000 reviews? Uh, I would be under the impression that the audience went high. Um, but I don't think they went first Black Panther high. 95. I'm going to go 95. Because I, if they felt the way I did about it, then, yeah. Oh well, yeah. Ninety five is my. I'm locking in ninety five because locking I, in ninety five. Because yeah, I don't think that they went as high. Because I feel like the first Black Panther is like a ninety eight. I can currently tell you right now. I feel like this is drop. Ain't no way. The yeah, first, the first Black Panther, the audience score is a seventy nine percent, well over fifty thousand ratings. That had to drop because that was not like that the first game. It was out. definitely, but dropped. the. The critic score is ninety six percent. I feel like Black Panther was way higher than when that. it first came out. Oh yeah, I think they were both like ninety eight percent when they first. That, when they first that's came what I'm out. saying. Like I, I, I thought because I thought that they were talking about like, oh, this is one of the closest to a hundred we've seen, and yeah, yeah, and all that bullshit. They're but probably um, stragglers. Yeah. Um. So I guess what I just said about the first one was bullshit. Um. <laughs> 95 the time it was okay 95 um i think it's a little lower i think due to the fact that we don't have a main person we're introducing a lot of new things 
we don't have that first wow factor of Wakanda and things. I'm going to go. Oh, this is audience, right? Um, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go. Get a little bump. I'm going to go 87. Locked in 87. Yep. With over 5,000 reviews, the audience score is 95%. What? Wow. The second time we played this game, look at you guys. You guys are coming out right I think on that's the gonna mark. Come, that's going to come down a lot. I, I would love to check that in two weeks. Because Black Panther went from 90. Black Panther lost 20 points. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> like that is that's insane. And that's crazy. I mean, and I, I, I know that crazy. that was that was years ago, but like, goddamn. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I think like, I think seventy nine. Yeah, I think some people that, that doesn't even sound right. Yeah, it might have got a little bombed. Yeah, recently or something, bro. It had to. That's I mean, that's crazy to me. Yeah, that's seventy nine is wild. Because I remember back when it was high. Yeah, like, it was it was up yeah. there. What did it mean? 98%. Like, I'm pretty sure it was yeah. 98%. From yeah, like, I, I, I'm not making that up, but that was in it the was before like, time. Yeah. You know, COVID happened and people yeah. had time to watch the movie again. And, and, and I like, will ah. say, I will say this. the In the last two, three years, the cool thing to do is shit on Black Panther. Like, the cool thing to do is say, it wasn't that good. It was, people only liked it because it was, you know, supporting Black people. Like, that's been like a, a trend. I don't get it. But I've seen people do that. They'd be like, man, if you just judge it off a movie, it ain't that good. They go, what? Like, I don't get it's, it. But and and that's the thing. I think that because we've talked about the hyping something for the wrong reason, I guess. Right. Yeah. And I will say there's a lot of that with Black Panther. There mm. are a lot of people who would call it their favorite movie just because right. it is, you know. Right. And so I think that that triggered exactly what you're saying yeah but even outside of the hype it's a good movie very good like it's top tier like it's 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 a really good movie like and i i i hate that people overreact in different directions for things extremes yeah because that's that's what this is i think it's people overreacting in one way or another because as we know, like Black Panther isn't in my top five, but it's an excellent movie. Thanks. And yeah. like, it's okay to admit that. And I remember, you know, at one point in my life, I had to be a contrarian and I had to go against what was popular and what was mainstream <laughs> and what everybody liked. Had to go mm-hmm. against the grain. Yeah, I just, I've had to be different. Yeah. It's like, no, if I like it and everybody else also likes it, we all gonna like it, goddamn. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah, I I think that um, you're right. It, it's it's a trend to say Black Panther is just okay when in right. fact, no, it it's good and it's really good. Just it, the fact that a lot of people are saying it's really good doesn't mean you need to think it's not. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, two questions before we head out here. Are we excited for a potential name or I want to say this? I want to make I want to put Jordan on the spot here. He said something <laughs> fucking I, I crazy. I asked Jordan before Spencer seen it. Oh, hey, um, I said something about a name or movie. Uh, and 
this dude Jordan said, I'm cool if it's I don't want it to be a theatrical release. I want it to go straight to Disney Plus. I was like, nigga, are first of all, are you in 2022? That's I'll never wait. happened in any other any anything else MC related. Secondly, did you not watch the movie? Uh, did you not see how good that performance is? No, I agree, but I want to if they're gonna do a name or movie, like I guess I need to know what it's gonna be about. Like I, I reason I was saying, like I want to on Disney Plus. Because if you put on Disney Plus, I feel like you can make it a show a little bit. It, a, yeah. a good show. A good show. And you can expand that just... more. You can expand more on him versus a movie where you don't, don't have a lot of time with him. Bro, this is Namor. He's the the level of CGI needed is wild. You can't do that in the show. You just can't. Here's, here's the thing. Um both of you are right. Because Jordan is not taking into consideration the budget. Jordan is taking into consideration the story. Yeah. And as far as storytelling goes, See, it, would even... be, it would be better to stretch that out and elongate that over a number of episodes rather than an up to three hour movie. Like... As you said, with this movie, there's a lot of story that wasn't able to be told because of all the story that had to be told. And I think right. that Jordan is saying in a TV show, they can tell all that story because there's a lot of pieces and there's a lot of like there's a lot of lore that we're going to want. There's a lot of background. There are a lot of different characters that will have stuff going on that we want to see. And I'm under the impression that Jordan's point is that can be better done in a show rather than in a movie. Yeah, because I mean you can you can get you can start to get history if they choose to like bring in history with him and Captain America, they can do that. They can show us more of Atlantis. They can show us the struggle between the opposing factors of uh Atuma and Namor. They can also if they want to bring back in Wakanda, they can have the opportunity to do that. But in a the movie, they won't be able to do all that. Now budget wise, I, I, I agree. Like, yeah, to, it, to it Brandon's like, point though, like everything is underwater. Yeah, you even I mean, budget is one thing, but as far as how this is released and consumed, like this is bigger than a streaming situation. Oh, right? yeah. Like but this yeah, needs to be. Yeah, like this needs to be above that, like to sh to put it on a streaming platform is almost disrespectful. That's my thing. But, and, it, but it could be done. Game of Thrones. It could be done, though. That's different. Or even the even the new uh, Rings of Power, the most expensive TV show. Like, if they want to do that, they have the budget to do it. Let's not play like Disney ain't got the budget to do a TV uh, but, show bro, at a movie level. But this, but Amazon ain't doing eight Lord of the Rings shows. They're doing one, so they can put all their money into one. It's the same thing with HBO. They're doing one Game of Thrones. They're not doing eight different Game of Thrones type shows, spinoffs. Right. My thing. What I I will say this Disney Plus shows have changed my way of thinking when it comes to shows versus movies. I used to be where y'all are. Let's just make it a show, extend it so we can tell all these different stories. Where now I'm like, some people are better for a movie. Like, I don't, because the longer, sometimes when you have a character and you extend it, you better have a strong ass character or you're going to see all the holes, as we've seen with some of these Disney Plus shows. There's a lot of holes in these people's game. And you see it clearly when you extend it to six, eight episodes, whatever it is, nine, oh, whatever. Man, you can't say that same argument. Daredevil. 
He wasn't a strong character before, and look how Netflix did. What Daredevil's the perfect person for a series because we all know Daredevil's comic run. He's so, it's so rich and he's so you know what I mean. It's in a street level. But it could have so been good. For, it could have been good for a movie too, though. It could have, but it's, since it's street level, it's a little easier to to conform to a, just episodes, right? Well, whereas they're more to me, that should be a movie. Like everything he's doing is on a super super superhero level to where. You know, every episode you would have to have him like you're you're kind of lessening lessening him down to to a TV form if you do that. To where to me, Namor needs to be on an Iron Man, Black Panther level. You should never see those dudes in Disney Plus shows. To me, Disney Plus shows to be for like, you know, the B list. Yeah, you're your second year player. Hey, do your thing. Get your shots up. But <laughs> when we go to this, I, I think story story wise though, like I, I would. I mean, honestly, if it was my choice, I'd do both. Like, give me a movie, give me a TV show, and a movie. Like, so, give, me, give me the history. Would you uh, want it to dead, be? Bro. Would you? <laughs> would you want it to red. be kind of like what Zootopia did? In that, like Zootopia, there's the movie that told the story, and then we have a show that kind of shows you what's happening in the in between. Yeah. So yeah. So like, or another example is, let's say they chose to come out with a Wakanda TV show that just focuses on Adora Milaje. Would would you want that? I mean, I thought Okoye was getting a show that might that might not be the case anymore. But, but even if that is the case, so I mean, that's the same exact thing. Like, I want to be able to spend more time with. Yeah, with, I agree with that. With and Tarkon I, and everything and I, else, I I think that I would like a show that you know explores what's happening in Wakanda and you know the now aftermath of the war that happened with. Uh, Talokan and yeah. all of that because Wakanda they go they've never had to rebuild. Yeah, that's and, true. You know they've never had yeah. to you know do a damage control situation and you know deal with insurance or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would rather have both if it was my choice. I'd do both. But I don't. I don't think that Namor should have a show. I wouldn't be fine. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with Talokan having a show or like them being able to explore that in a show, but I don't think Namor should have a show. Uh, I agree with Brandon that Namor needs to stay. uh, He needs to stay like. You need to be a rare attraction. You you need some of your big players to be rare attraction. You can't just be throwing them on the screen every time. Otherwise, they lose their, their mystique where if you where some of these characters is like, all right, cool. Like, and the more is like supposed to be scary, supposed to be very like, oh shit. You don't want to throw him on the screen too many times. Yeah, like he he needs to be like serious shit only. Yeah, he needs to be like, Undertaker level where he shows up. It's a big ass deal when he shows up, but he ain't just out there on the mic. Hey yo, what up? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like when he show up, you know, shit's about to go down. And this is a big ass. All the budget is behind him to show everything he can do. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I guess I, I just want to see more of Atlantis. I want to see the political struggle between these characters and everything that follows. And I think that can happen in a movie. Same. Like Same. it. Yeah. I think you give him two and a half hours, we could see Atuma try to overthrow him. Yeah. Yeah. I think eventually we will. Um, 
Well, anything else before we uh we got we, we should have mentioned the Facebook group in the beginning of the episode. You're right. Uh right. you can do it now though. Do it now. So brand new, we have a Facebook group. You will be able to look on there with what Facebook call a community now. Um you can search for the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast and you can join our group. You can join the discussions. Uh we're posting on there all the time. People, other people are posting. Uh, yeah, feel free to join. Friendly, on, kind. On there, we really be talking. And um, I have a weekly uh, thing on there also. I think we should throw. Mm-hmm. I think we should do Black Panther next for that question. He will. He will show. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I like that. Right. So that. That makes also, sense. Also, I want to yeah. say the group is private. So for those people, I know some people out there like, and I ain't trying to be on Facebook. You know, have my aunt see what I'm talking about. You know, Star yes. Wars or some shit. You know, you it's private, so only people in the group can see it. We can all have our own discussions within that group, and that's it. So it's a very safe place for all the nerds out there who want to talk about whatever whatever we're talking about episodes or stuff outside that we haven't necessarily talked about on a particular episode, but we still are fans that we still are interested in. So I think it's a really fun way to get discussions, get to know us more, we get to know you guys more, and you can give us feedback on, you know, episodes or anything, so... I definitely uh, join the group if you can. Uh, I think it's a really good, be a really good time. Yeah. Um, and we're also on Twitter. Like we mentioned all the time, we're at the LMG podcast on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. We are also on YouTube. Um, go subscribe there and like, comment, you know, all that stuff. And yeah, just like I said, group, join the group, interact with us. We, we, we love to talk to people. We're on our comment on everything, talking to people asking questions like we want to really get to know you so yeah. thanks and with like that being said, said you you can join in the weekly discussion of yeah and, and it'll make sense when you get there yeah yep yeah. so we'll never duplicate it always appreciate it and forever melanated <laughs>